Welcome back to the Lights Up podcast. It's episode two of our 2022 season. Um, so today we're going to be looking at the um, testings which have been going on um, for the last few days and the ones in Barcelona. Um, so today we're, you're joined with me, Daniela, and I've got Steph, Emily and Mackenzie with me today. Uh, Hi. She's not here, unfortunately, Hi. but it's just us four. So we, as said, we're going to be looking through the testings um, from Barcelona and from Bahrain and talking about everything that's happened and a little bit of news which has surfaced from the world of F1. So how are we all today? Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. We've also upgraded some equipment, haven't we? Well, I have anyway. Yeah, don't rub it in. <laughs> all right I, I thought i had the lead and then i didn't and i was really angry no we we have um we've committed no, you, a bit more and got you some, have a microphone i i have a microphone i do oh so hopefully God, it sounds a little bit better too. not that i yeah. don't not that i sound better but i mean it sounds the same to me but hopefully it sounds better <laughs> we'll see um on the recording when it downloads when it downloads downloads <laughs> that's fine i can't speak i can't speak at all oh, i'm really sad about my microphone i'm gonna buy one when i get paid if i wasn't so stupid and remembered the lead then it'd be fine right shall we get on with with it with it yeah where yeah. are we going to start at the top of the list <laughs> um, let's just address the situation with the fia because obviously we haven't really spoken about this on the podcast yet but there are two new race directors they haven't said why there's two uh we don't know oh but... no it was two <laughs> i mean yes i did say why there was two it's to no, try and take yes i did but i said it's to try and take pressure off just one sole person in stressful situations i.e abu dhabi just being left to michael massey to be pressurized with do you know what i mean we know that Michael Massey has been appointed another role in the FIA, but we don't know what that role is yet. Um, he's Basically, probably like I didn't want to sack cleaner him, or but... something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's the guy that goes around and turns off all the computers after they go home. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, I saw an interview with um, Christian Horner, oh, no. and he was basically... <laughs> Christian Horner um he was basically being asked like if he thinks that it was his fault as to why Michael Massey got fired because obviously it worked out in Red Bull's favor and they were basically saying like oh do you feel like any of this is to blame and Christian Horner was like no (laughs) um no (laughs) but I don't think they're to blame for it like Michael Massey made his own decision um Red Bull to to blame yeah Oh no, I don't want Red Bull to play. No. And uh, Michael Matty, what he did was obviously wrong. But I just think if it was the other way around, Mercedes wouldn't have been bothered about it. So it can't be Red Bull's fault. Yeah. And I just think he did, he did make the wrong decision, but it's not like he purposely did it. I just think he didn't know what to do in the situation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. You just said he made the wrong decision. Well, he, he made a mistake. I'm not saying look what he did was right, I, but I was gonna say I think I think what what the trouble was um was no, we're he, going back um, to December now. <laughs> he oh yeah, let's throw it back to December. He 
went against the official ruling from the FIA, which was to allow lap cars to overtake the safety car. Like, first of all, he didn't do that. He kept them in place. And then after that, he only said the cars in between. And I think that's a bit what I mean. That that was the that was the bit which was a bit sort of unclear. I mean, in I can see both parts of why people are frustrated. Like I can see why people are frustrated because obviously it meant that only five cars could overtake and all the others were stuck behind. But at the same time, I can understand that he was trying to do it so we could have at least one Mm. lap of racing. What yes, a lot of people don't agree with. But I think what people got to look at, I'm going to be extremely blunt here, is that there was always going to be a winner and a loser. Like, mm. there was always going to be one of those, like, it was always going to be the Max or Lewis was going to... And let's be honest, it was never going to be a simple race, was it? It was never no. going to be, like, a straightforward race. There was always going to be a lot of controversy going into it because it's the first race in a long while which went down to the last one of the season. Like, they were yeah. eight points. At the end of the day, one of them was going to win, one of them was going to lose. Mm. And I think some people and a lot of people have actually forgotten that, that there was always going to be one winner and one loser. Because and, even if it ended yeah. under safety car, he would have still got discriminated like high for ending a race under safety car. I think so. I don't think either way more. he could have won. Like, either way, like something was going to come from it. So I just think he didn't know what to do. He did the best for having a fair decision, really. Yeah. Like, if I do, I feel behind the safety him. car. You yeah, would have had the too. thing of, well, he's made decisions in Mercedes' favour all season. And, like, yeah. anything behind the safety car would literally just have put the last nail in the coffin. Like, oh, well, mm. the FIA is definitely biased towards Mercedes. Mm. And I'm going to actually go into Drive Survive very quickly because I watched all of it. Well, I, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I've only seen the first episode. Okay. Well, there was. Um... So she carries on speaking. <laughs> There was basically a few things which I disagreed with in there. Um, I'm not going to sort of spoil <laughs> like every it episode. Emily and all the other people well, who were well, in there. Well, I'm, well. Not gonna, I'm not going to say the episode or anything like that. But there was definitely things in there where I kind of was like, did we watch the same season? Because yeah. it was definitely not the same. But oh, I'll let dropped- you watch that. And um, yeah, I won't say what episode. I won't say who said it. But yeah, I was kind of like, did we watch the same season? Because... Yeah, it wasn't very true. Mm. But yeah, we'll move on for that. We'll go into testing. Yes, let's get started with testing, shall we? Barcelona testing. Yeah, Barcelona testing. Um, I didn't actually watch it, so <laughs> no one watched Emily. No one watched Barcelona testing because it wasn't televised. Ha ha ha! Oops. <laughs> Lol. Um, yeah, so Barcelona testing um, wasn't televised, so <laughs> I knew that, obviously. Um, all we can sort of go off is by the amazing Instagram post that me and Mackenzie made. So if you're not already, go and follow us and Lights Out on Instagram, um, Lights Out Podcast, because we give you great updates throughout the race weekend and we have brilliant schedules on there um, and great banging, smashing facts as well, like these ones. Um, Norris. <laughs> was top, top of the, the timesheet time <laughs> yay <laughs> and he wasn't happy about it because he didn't want to give everyone false hope no and then they were terrible in Bahrain so that was not a go there exactly I mean you can testing it's it's good to see how the cars run 
but at the same time it's just not reliable is it really like yeah we all we all know Mercedes son bugging let's be honest well even Lewis himself said that they at the moment they haven't got a car that can Beautiful compete wins. yeah but so would you know like, like every long. season yeah but it'll like, come oh, next week and it'll be like oh, Mercedes won too <laughs> yeah it's all about strategy though isn't it that's where the strategy really comes into play can i just have something converted emily into a max stand so you're all losing no you haven't converted me i guess i have i can just see talent and the rest of you lewis fans clearly can't so (laughs) my influence helps i no. i think where it comes I think the real sort of hero of Mercedes at the minute is Bono because he seems to keep his patience every single race. Bloody Bono. Lewis going, Bono, my tyres. Bono, Bono. Bono, my Bono, I'm losing. <laughs> Stephanie's getting so rattled. <laughs> if I was Bono, I would definitely have strangled someone by that point. Probably has gone into like, into like Lewis driving and strangled him. Like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> I, like walked out like nothing's happened. Like, oh, it's a busy old day, lovely. <laughs> and Lewis is like scarred for life then. And so uh, definitely has. Yeah. So obviously we've got Norris at the top of the timesheet. And then after that, we've got P2 for Charles and P3 for Carlos on the first day of testing. So, you know, kind of bringing back those Ferrari McLaren days in the 2000s, uh, late 1990s, as Danny might remember. Because she's like a dinosaur and has apparently been watching F1 since like she was in the womb. Boys, can I just ask? Boys. <laughs> I don't get what this means. Someone's like P- Fernando P8, 20 years of F1. Yeah. How does that? <laughs> Fernando came in P8 and this is his 20th year. Well, it's okay, that makes, year, that makes he's more He's been in sense. F1 for 20 years now, but he's still okay, but obviously what? showing that he can compete with the rest of the field because Fernando's just a bloody legend, mate. I love the guy. Yeah, me too. And then apparently Max did 147 laps. Lash. Yes. The Game most amount over. of laps. Is that over one day or three days? No, that, was, number, just, that was just in day one. He did 147 what? laps. But he Jesus. only came P9, so he didn't set a great time, but he managed to put in a lot of laps. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. He did a lot of laps. Um. So... Yeah, and then obviously, like I was saying earlier, Fernando in P8, which is good to see that the Alpine is doing well and that Fernando's doing well as well, because obviously, mm. as one of the older drivers, um, he, he is the harder. oldest now. Oh, yeah, because Kimmy's not here anymore. Yeah, he oh, is the oldest. Fuck. Kimmy. So it's, it's him and then it's, and then it's Lewis. Going on to day two, on day two, we had a bit of Ferrari dominance again and um, Leclerc was the fastest. And then we had two red flags caused by uh, Perez and, of course, Mazepin. Um, sadly, this was the last day that Mazepin was ever going to race for Haas as he got kicked out of the team. Um, Steph, what's your thoughts on that since Mazepin's like your new favourite driver? Oh, where are you getting we, 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 see, we see you on Instagram. <laughs> we see you reposting these things on your story. <laughs> I think isn't fair how he got kicked out due to the situation. Just let, let me talk it out first for a citizen, okay? I think it's unfair oh, that it point I'd like to say. Due to, this, due to the current awful situation in our world, um, instead of getting kicked out for what he did last year. Okay, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, If it was Daniel Kvyat that lost his seat, obviously I would be upset Yeah, because I did like Kvyat. But then I'm not bothered about Mazepin because of other reasons. 
But uh, I'm not being funny. That video he did is bad. Where he's like, oh, when he's like, he looks so the- angry. Yeah, all day. And then he's taking the mick out of F1. He's like, oh, we compete as one. While we're talking about Mazepin then and losing his seat, do you guys think that um, Kevin Magnussen was the correct replacement for him? For this yes. Year? Yes. Yeah. I, I think so. I think it's a good decision. Yeah, I think it'll be good for the team Piastri. for Mick. Mm. I don't, yeah, but Oscar Piastri will do better into my like, Alpine. If he goes to house now, I think he's just like losing his chance at Alpine yeah. for next season. Mm. I mean, they, they brought Kevin back because obviously, like he said, Gunther knows that he knows the team. Um, yes, the car's changed. Yes, the dynamics of the team might have changed a little bit, obviously, since he raced last. But so that would have been 2020 was his last season because it was 2021 last year, right? I don't even know what year it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's been a year since he was obviously a year. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. been one year since he's been doing for a whole year. Okay, so it's been a year since he's racing Formula One. So obviously with all the new regulations as well that's actually quite a lot for him to take on but obviously like Gunther said he knows the team he knows how they work you know he is probably perfect to bring back at such short notice I think he is literally the teammate which Mick deserves like if if you've seen um like this is just to everyone like if you've seen um the the post which F1 and Haas have been putting up of um of them in um in Bahrain over the past few days and like Mick's taking photos of of Magnuson driving the car like he looks so happy to have yeah. someone who kind of like understands and mm. who he's probably like not gonna pick a fight with exactly um, yeah I was I was actually quite happy to see Magnuson back I thought that's an interesting choice because obviously everyone was going on about whether it was going to be like Divin actually coming back or no. whether like Piastri was going to go into the car, whether they were going to give it to Fittipaldi, and then Magnussen just kind of pop up, and I thought, oh, okay, interesting. Was, but... Do you know what was funny though is that it makes so much sense, but it no does. one said anywhere. Oh, I wonder if Kate Kate is going to come back. <laughs> I know, I, I was so he, shocked. I think it's because like, he what? denied it. He he said that he wasn't going to come back, mm. and obviously he made fun of the colour scheme of the car, comparing it to Herbie <laughs> of all things. And then, <laughs> and then he got announced, and I I think people didn't expect him to come back due to the fact of how much fun he was sort of like taken out on the car, yeah. and then he just kind of came back. But yeah, I think it's a it's it makes sense. And he's got a multi-year deal as well. So he's going um, to be there for this season and next season at least. Yeah. He only signed his contract the day before barring testing, the night before barring testing. Yeah. Bad, isn't it? So it's like I mean, really soon. He has a kid now as well. Does he? Yeah. yeah. He has a little girl. He had a little girl. I, I think she's a year old. So just I was talking on his Instagram one. the other day. Mm. I think her name's Laura, which is quite cute. No, that's his girlfriend's name. No, that's what the what, what she's what his daughter's called. No, it's yeah, his girlfriend's, his girlfriend's name, called Louise. Oh. I thought, yeah, no, the, the the little girl they have is called Laura or Laura, okay. I think. Adorable. Yeah, but um, so obviously he's a dad as well. I think so, that, to talk about the mix situation where you need to watch Drive to Survive. Mm, yeah, Danny yet. will agree with me there. You need to yeah. watch it. Um, 
Oh, honestly, the um, that I'm not like again, we're not going to spoil anything, but like the Hass episode was, it was like it was shocking, wasn't it, Mac? It, yeah, it will give you more height as well. Oh, God, brilliant. Have you, have you watched it, Steph? Have you watched it? Yeah, I took my brother about it, and that's like, I'll be I've only watched up to episode seven. Mm. Okay. Oh, I've I've watched all of it. I did. I did actually see it through and watched all of it. Um, and someone was actually wanting to watch it with me, so both of us watched it. And I know a lot of people were saying like they didn't like it. I didn't actually mind it. Like it seemed fairly similar to um to like the previous seasons. Like I couldn't really tell much difference. I think the only thing I kind of didn't like about it was that they focused a lot on the journalists. Yeah. And like Will Buxton, oh my god, like if anyone loved I honestly like I don't care if anyone really likes Will Buxton. Like he gets on my nerves. <laughs> he said something, yeah. I think he said if you if you're in first place in the race, you win the race. Yeah, he said uh, if you're in first, if you cross the no, line if, first, you win the race. It's like, well, no, no. Shit. no yeah. he said, he, you know, he, he said, said he was like, if you're oh, at the front of the grid, then that means you have 19 cars behind you. <laughs> really. And it's like, I was crying. And he always has to have his dramatic pauses. It's like, you're not Shakespeare. It's you like, don't need oh. to pause. He goes, if you qualify on pole position, you'll start at the front of the grid. It's not like a, you'll be starting at the front of a grid because you've got pole. Like, I know Drive to Survive is supposed to be more for people who have never watched F1 before, but I think even they can sort of think that detrimental is what it is get the best time you will be on pole like i don't think they're that stupid i don't know i wouldn't put it past some people no if people like will buxton i'm sorry but him in season four of drive to survive was literally like he was like he gave me a headache it's like really annoying in the f1 game as well Oh my god, like no. I, I played that and his character talks so slowly and like just go away. <laughs> After that happened, um Pierre Gasly did 147 laps on day two, um, and basically beat the same amount of laps that Max did on day one, which is good to see that the Alcatari is that reliable to go that far as well, which I think is definitely something that we can see looking at the cars, is that the Red Bull, Alcatari, Ferrari so far have been quite reliable strongest, yeah yeah H- however um maybe not for day three um or even actually Bottas doing 21 laps on day two um I feel bad for him <laughs> no don't what do you mean you don't Bottas never deserves I mean we're not going to get into it but Bottas never deserved to be treated like he did no. um and he's in a new team but that team is fripping Alfa Romeo I mean like they're known for breaking down you know yeah <laughs> no comment you know <laughs> you know my poor guy bought us but uh, yeah he only managed to do 21 laps on day two mm-hmm. so day three lewis had his fastest lap um and that was also the day that alonso caused a red flag because of smoke coming out of the back of his car um did anyone see the memes about that online no no. There were so many memes. It was Fernando and I think Sebastian as well um, had some issues where there was just fire coming out of the back end of their oh, car. So <laughs> yeah, um, I, did, I did see that. Yeah. I won't repeat what the video said. Um, something like, oh, yeah, there's literal flames coming out of Sebastian's willy or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that 
That might have liked to be within the Williams. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Jeremy's in the Williams. Um, and also day three was interesting because they flooded the. Uh, well, they didn't flood it, um, but they made but made the track they wet. Put so water they down could, on the track. Yeah, they put water they down did on the it. track. They said um, they never done that before, but because of a new eighteen-inch Pirelli tyres they wanted to see they wanted to give the teams a chance to get data from the new tyres like of the wet and stuff so that's why they did it which is quite good it, it, it seems like um, a good way to get some some rain going um, without actually mm. having rain and obviously that allowed them to test the new 18 inch intermediates and wet tyres as well so mm-hmm. yeah but when they did that because at first I was really confused because I didn't remember it rain like I didn't remember it raining and then they were like, no, we, we did it deliberately. <laughs> I think I saw a video and they were like, we always come to Barcelona because it's um, it's predictable, it's always sunny. And I'm like, standing on a soaking wet track, not being funny. It's like, still yeah, predictable in Barcelona. And I was just like... It literally snowed at testing a few yet. years ago, so it's definitely not predictable. I saw it on McLaren Unboxed because they, they were watching their cars go past and all the spray come out the back of them. Um, and then I was like, why is the track wet? And then I realised. But I think it's a good idea, though, especially yeah. if they get to test the new tyres as well. That's probably why they did it, because of the new 18-inch ones. But, um, yeah, it seems like a good idea to do that for them. I know when um, when they started the Bahrain testing, because I watched a little bit of, of it on Thursday, and I know they were saying that um, the testing in Barcelona was actually a little bit better because apparently Barcelona is kind of like the perfect testing conditions because it's not too hot. Like it was quite cloudy. It wasn't really windy. Um, the track was a nice temperature and the cars could literally just go around it. Um, and I know mm-hmm. they said that, especially on Thursday, like the track temperature was 30 degrees. Yeah, like, that hot. is like absolutely mad. Um, so... Yeah, they were saying, like, while it's nice sort of testing in Bahrain, the track's not as nice as it is in Barcelona, like the track surface. It's quite bumpy, I think they said. Um, The track was hot, like, blistering sun. Um, So, yeah, that's all I really have to say about it. But I think we got a bit more kind of sense of the cars in Barcelona, even though we didn't even watch the testing. I think yeah. I got more information out of the Barcelona one than actually watching the Bahrain one. I think so, um, Bahrain, like I know we've got to talk about the other days in Bahrain, but I literally watched all of day three Bahrain and that was really interesting. Uh, so the uh, first two days I didn't watch much of, but there was a lot going on on day three. And I feel like obviously day three is the closest day to the start of the season, so that's going to be a bit more of a representation of what the cars are going to be like at the race next week. Yeah, so Gasly was fastest on day one in Bahrain. Um, then it was Carlos and then it was Charles again. So the Ferraris again are in P2 and P3, just like they were in Barcelona. Looking good. Um, so it's looking good for the Ferrari. I, mean, I really think they're going to be strong this year. I kind of hope they are. Yeah, but McLaren. I'm... I know McLaren, I know. They'll be the biggest competitors with McLaren, I'm... but... I'm apprehensive. <laughs> um, I think I, I think what will happen is they'll be really good. the f- The first couple races, or they'll be really good until summer break, and then when they come back, I just feel like it's always summer break is always a massive decider. I think after mm. summer break, 
something will just go wrong. See, like the problem I have with Ferraris, like not well, not the problem, but the issue that I kind of have with wondering whether they are going to be good this year or not is kind of based off of last year. I know we shouldn't because obviously it's a new car, new regulations and stuff like that. But the thing that I had with Ferrari last year was, especially with like their battle with McLaren for the third place in the constructors, was while Ferrari kind of finished higher, they had higher finishing positions just less often yeah. like mclaren were actually like fairly sort of like average and ferrari were kind of like all over the place and especially with signs like they sort of like bragged about how good he was last year but his qualifying and practice were rubbish mm. like he was rubbish in qualifying like he would consistently crash in either q1 or q2 like every other race and in practice but then he would kind of pull it out on the race day and it's like well he's not really that great because he's kind of only got there because he's ruined other people's times basically like he's really qualifying and like nothing against him or anything but like this may be controversial to a lot of people but I didn't actually think he was that good last season there I said it I I don't I don't know how good Ferrari are going to be I think we're going to have to wait until a couple of races in to see what they're actually like because they go oh yeah this is gonna be ferrari's year every year and it hasn't and i don't know whether whether it is or not we're just gonna have to wait and see because again testing doesn't always mean everything so yeah we're gonna have to wait and see so you guys i mean i might eat my words in a couple of weeks but yeah, I, I, I just I just don't see it. Yeah, I'm, I, I, don't, I know testing doesn't mean everything, but I do think I know you just said about science, but I think he was really good last year, and I think he'll be even better this year. Mm. I mean, it is literally just my because we all know I... we can we all know we can adapt to a new car really quick. Well, from what we've seen, mm. does adapt well to new cars, so I think he'll be really good this season. But we obviously don't know yet. On I believe it's the afternoon of day one in Bahrain testing, Lance draw by other first red flag he had they were quite small and um, air frames in the back of his car just in front of the tires and they somehow started to fall off or come unattached and it got caught in his tires basically oh. and then so half it got caught in his tire half it was on the track and because they're quite spiky you can't race with that no so they're bring out a red flag to get him back to the pits and to get that off the track that's all it was obviously Danny Rick was then ill didn't turn up Mm. day one day two had coronavirus and has still got coronavirus so we're hoping that he can race uh, for the first race but if not it'll be Oscar isn't it that's gonna (laughs) take place yeah but I'd love to see Oscar race but I don't want Daniel to still be ill so that he can't race I want to see Oscar race but I don't want to see Daniel miss the first race do you oh, know what I mean? That would just be traumatizing like, yeah. for him. It's the opening race. I don't want to don't want him to not race in the opening race, but I want to see what Oscar does. But at the same time, I kind of I want Danny. Yeah, I'd rather Danny do it, but if it has to be anyone, I'd rather it be Oscar that does it. Yeah. He's so happy doing it. He's not gonna, but if he does. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but because Oscar even, he's obviously done the same for Alpine, but McLaren's going to be completely different, so. Mm, true. Kevin Magnussen got an extra of um, testing and set a fastest lap, so. 
Kevin Magnussen, who has been back in Formula 1 for approximately a dice at the fastest lap. Caleb! And then, should we go to day three now? Day three, um, Red Bull set the fastest lap in the morning and the afternoon. I had a few um, extra upgrades on my car and I had that new shaped side pod. Do you, do you know why they've done that? No, I don't, Stare. Well, let me tell you something. The, so Red Bull reshaped their side pods. The contour around the radiator is tighter to get a bigger undercut, according to Formula 1. This will further enhance how hard the air is being accelerated along the body shapes. There you go. Die free also. Where did I um I haven't really got an order to this? Oh, die free in the morning, Lewis and Pierre were having a proper battle on the track. And it went on for like I say like 20, 30 minutes, maybe. And it was like Pierre Jordan's shaking his head at me because I'm fucking saying that Lewis won as good as Pierre. <laughs> It was 20 minutes. Yes, it was. He didn't watch it all. He went to the toilet or something. It lasted for ages. It was. And I'm not going to lie, Pierre led it. Like... Dude, watch testing back and you'll see that like, Pierre led it for about 65% of it. Louis got past him a couple of times and then. Yeah, always caught him back and it kept it swapped like, for about five minutes. So I kept going back and forth, but the avatar looked really strong and it was a good indication of how close the cars are going to be able to follow this season. Good, I'm glad that Pierre was managing to keep him behind him. Yeah, because he was always, always behind Pierre, realistically. Yeah, that is true. It's that always is true, Pierre, and it always annoys him. And they also did a practice standing start, so I know it was definitely Checo Pierre. I'm gonna say Vettel and I think. But before the afternoon break, so you know they have like a lunch break, mm. they did the start I red flagged it just so I could get all the cars off track and then the cars that wanted to do the practice standing start was Checo Pierre. I think it was Vettel and I think it was Joe. Um they did like two formation laps and then they did a standing <laughs> start. And Pierre and Checo were like, he wanted to. And Pierre got a really good stop, but then Checo caught him by the time I got to the corner. I mean, it sort of just fizzled out. But it was quite interesting to see. And then Crofted it is, it's lights out and away we go. And I got so excited. I know, right? When you hear that, it just makes you feel so happy, doesn't it? I heard it on a radio at work the other day. I never got so excited in my life. Mm. I can't wait for the season to actually start. It's literally... I mean, I know it has started, but I can't wait for the next race. First it's not race. long. Yeah, the next first race. <laughs> Yay! It's the afternoon session. Um, and there was two cars running up in the pit lane on red light. And there was, I think there was three cars, Vettel, Bottas and someone else um, on the grid. However, they decided... They'll do one more formation lap to ensure that everyone gets a chance. So do a formation. No, yes, on the formation lap, there's a red flag. Because Bottas just stopped in the middle of the track and turned his car off. I don't, I don't remember why. He just stopped. And the red flagged the whole session and then did it. But it broke down, didn't it? Yeah. I don't think I said what properly, but... Yeah, so that was everything that happened on Barcelona and Bahrain testing for the pre-season. Um, guys... The first race is literally next weekend. 
What, what? So it's all say like a random prediction for next week's rice. Oh, that's a good idea. Really My though. prediction is that Albon will crash. <laughs> <laughs> is that a prediction or a yes? No, that's that's that is. I looked into my glass ball, and that is definitely going to happen. Mm. You're going to be so bothered if that does happen now. If that happens, I'm just going to say I told you so. I don't know because it's not, I think it's too soon to tell. Yeah, but just make a wild a wild prediction. Science, Ocon, Gasly. What's that's your prediction? race prediction. Well, that's what you think is going to win. I don't know. That's okay, a Steph. crazy podium. <laughs> wow, can you imagine if that happened on the if first that race? Happen, yeah, I'll be. I'll tell you. I told you so. Oh no, no, no! I get. I I think it's going to be Max. Oh my god, George! I forgot George. Oh, no, I, I forgot. I forgot. Egg, move! I forgot George is in a Mercedes. I reckon it's going to be Max, Lewis, Perez, and then maybe George. I reckon George will come like fifth or fourth. Oh, I think George will come sixth. I don't think he's going to get a podium for his first race. I think. I hope. Do you want Jordan's prediction because he's just piped off? Go on. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Max Dina. Because, like <laughs> because he's going to crash like you always, apparently. Mm. He's going to deliberately try and take out Hamilton and he's going to start on pole because he always does. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but can I just say, this is Jordan, but when no one's here, yeah, I think Max is going to do it this season. Mercedes' car looks shit. He's put, a, he's put a bet on Max to win the championship again. I know. <laughs> Fan he's such a salty fan. See, Steph, see how accurate your fans are. They bet on the opposing team. I have no faith I in this team. I don't. Do I? No. Danny, give us a prediction. Oh, just like any prediction. Just any wild prediction for next week's race. Right. Okay. Um, I predict either one or both Ferraris. Won't end up in the top ten. Oh, <laughs> can I? Wow, that's a bit brutal. <laughs> that's a bit brutal, isn't it? Okay, she says last. with red curtains. <laughs> I like red. Oh, shit. Doesn't mean I have to like Ferrari. <laughs> wow. Do you know, Steph, that she doesn't like the Ferrari? She doesn't like the livery. It's, it's right. one of the best ones there. Okay, whatever, Steph. Mackenzie, what's your prediction? <laughs> I predict. Okay, I've just got a few random, random predictions. Ones. Lewis will finish ahead of George, and mm. Max will win. Yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna yeah. Him in. Another random prediction. Daniel P. I. Where's Lewis gonna finish? P. Frame. Uh, how do I hate you, Mr. Podium? I put, I put Lewis head of Lando, and Lando's up. Checker. No, it's signs. Okay, Max signs Lewis. You think? Yeah, or Charles. Wow. Max, Max won for a Ferrari in Lewis. Oh, Max will defo win. Yeah. Who, who do you think's going to get pole then? Should we say this? Who do we think's going to get pole? Max, 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 or either Ferrari? No, Max. Okay. 
I would time max anyway. I time max for everything. What do you think, Danny? I I think max. I'm gonna be really sad because I'm working all Saturday, so I won't get to watch qualifying. If I get to watch the race, what do you think, Steph? Probably max. Probably max. Okay, that's four (laughs) against four. Max. Um, and okay, we'll and who do be on pole? Who who do you think is going to win the championship? <laughs> Max. I I want to say I want to say Max, but like really, I would it's like anyone to win the championship other than Lewis. I've already said this. Like. <coughs> Chocolate mum. Are you right there? <laughs> yeah. Just sorry. Why have you become no, such a satanic Lewis fan? What happened? She said was not a Lewis fan until about November last year. Until about November. And then she was like, oh my God, Lewis Hamilton is like the best driver ever. I love, I love Lewis. What is Max doing? Who? Nikita Mazepin is my favourite. <laughs> Steph, I'm really sorry Ooh. to break it to you, but you know what Silver's done next year? Me and Emily are getting the Dutch Max to start on vlogs. Yeah, and we're literally taking them to the Hamilton Strait and we're even going to pretend to be Dutch because we don't care and we will punch someone. I'll just speak Russian then. <laughs> That's Russian fine. That's even, what do you mean you'll speak Russian and you'll get kicked out? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I think when we the should British end Army this comes this, you, like, turns into something worse. Turns into World War Three. Yeah, so let's end this podcast tonight. Okay. Um... If you aren't already, make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Lights Out Podcast okay. um, as we post great content on there. And make sure to check out our other podcasts as well from last season. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back next week with the race roundup. Yeah, and, race and roundup. our website. Don't forget the website. Oh, and the website as well where we have blogs. Yes. Uh, again, Lights Out Podcast. You can find it in our link to in our Instagram. Where I post and I already said more. that. Oh, I do um okay so yeah thanks guys for listening and we'll check you at wait what we will be back next week (laughs) we will see you next week Bye -bye. Bye. bye bye bye